This podcast is brought to you by Continuum, proud sponsors of Wessex Wanderers. Hello, listeners. Uh, welcome to the latest edition of the Wessex podcast. I'm your host, Trotty, first team manager. And I'm pleased to be joined by one of my mo- much valued assistant coaches, Mr. Matt McCarthy. Hello. How are we doing? Yeah, good, mate. Good, mate. Well, especially after the big win on Saturday, 13-2. It was uh, much needed. Very much, 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 much needed um, for our season, I'd say. Mm. Unexpected, because it was a cricket score in the end. Um, The win wasn't unexpected, but the scoreline definitely was unexpected, I think. Yeah, against our rivals as well. You know, we've had a... a healthy-ish rival we were Parson Street over the uh, over the years so yeah, yeah. it was uh, to be honest it, it, it's brilliant after the game you know to come away winning 13-2 but I still couldn't help being disappointed the fact that we weren't on two wins from two start of the new year yeah that that was uh, that was slightly heartbreaking yeah I say slightly it was horribly heartbreaking to to give up a winning position to get a last-minute equaliser scored against us, yeah. um, especially from a defensive standpoint, my God, I was distraught. I think that's the right word. Everyone yeah. afterwards just kind of sat there like someone had just taken all the air out of all of us. You know, we've all just deflated. Um, not ideal. No, it's, it's it's the stage of the game, isn't it? You know, the last almost the last kick of the game, ninety seventh minute. Yeah, it's just just heartbreaking. But I think you know it's to be expected. There was lots of frustration in the change room afterwards. But I think that that was, I was those that were in the in the change room after. No, I was keen to sort of end all that, not the frustration, but the anger and and shouty side of things because there was so much positives to take from the game, our play, or how we approached the game. Um, it, it was literally everything bar the three points, but. I think come the end of it, after our chat, I think you know we all took the positives from it. It's not it was a lot. I was there was only like one net, one or two negatives from the whole game, and one of that, one you know, one of those was the last minute, you know, goal that we conceded. Yeah. So we did pretty much everything right. Ninety five percent of the game managed, did well. <clears throat> we were under the cosh a little bit towards the end. And just one, one cross, one cross, yeah. one header, one wrong foot from, you know, wrong foot in the keeper, and I mean, it is, it makes it, it makes it much harder when you can visibly see the ball in slow motion oh, bounce yeah. into the net. That's yeah. hard. And it was, it was history repeating itself, wasn't it? Because I, you know, I went around for the first game against Eastern Cowboys, but they they got a last minute equaliser in that game, didn't they? Yeah, exactly the same. Not as last minute. This probably wasn't in the ninety seventh minute, mm-hmm. um, but you know, to draw that one one all from it was a long throw, and I'm pretty sure it came off Tom Longley's head, and just went into the kind of the stanchion part of the net. Yeah, um, the unsavable bit. Yeah, it literally was like sardines in a can. Everyone jumped. It hit his head, went backwards, and went in. It was yeah. terrible, but. Is what it is, isn't it? We we choose to play this frustrating game, <laughs> but well, yeah, I think, exactly that. I think, yeah, since me and Ron have come back and 
you know, we've assembled the team with the, the three of us, including yourself. It feels like it's going all right. It, say, yeah. We I, should I think... win from two, but yeah, mm. not too bad. I, f- I feel like we've gone from... I don't want to say we've had a real challenge, but I don't feel like we've had a real challenge. I am going to say that. This, you know, our next game, depending on when this uh, this podcast comes out, our next game is against Avonmouth, which is obviously top of the league, and they're unbeaten, and yeah. they beat us eight nil last time. So this will be our biggest challenge this season, um, arguably for the rest of the year. Uh, and we've been against, you know, we we just come from beating bottom of the league, like very convincingly flipping it. And now we're going at the hardest difficulty we can. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. It's going well. You know, a draw and a win, you take that, especially from where we were. But I feel like we need to, we need to go against more kind of middle teams in the league, yeah. you know, really get some points off them. That's That's going to be the main, the teams around us and slightly above us. Yeah. I mean, going, going back to Avonmouth as well, I'm not... You know they're obviously going to be a, a a huge tough ask of us on Saturday, but yeah, and and they are they're they're too good for the, for this league. They should go up. They probably will go up as winners, I imagine. But it's very rare at this level of football a team will win every game. And you know, it, and it's it's even rarer for a team to perform absolutely every week at their best. Someone will take points off them this season. I Why agree. not? Saturday, you know, we we've just put thirteen past. I know a completely different team, but who's to who's, who's to say it's not going to be us? We we can't we can't approach the game with with fear and go. How much, how much are we going to get better today? Because we're we're more than capable of getting a result. <laughs> yeah, I know. I agree. I agree that there's you have to kind of be realistic, but also optimistic in regards yeah. to this because. Like they are unbeaten and they're a very good team, but on our day, we're a very good team too, and we've just shown how we can put thirteen away, you know, in the same game, which is probably the highest result I've ever been part of. You know, part of. I know that you had was it fourteen one last year against Stoke Gifford yeah. for the reserves. Same amount of goals, fourteen one is my my biggest my biggest scoring game. Yeah, so this matched it in terms of goal numbers. Yeah, so it's it's I don't know it's it's going to be I'm going in with an open mind, but there's that element of nerves, so to speak, because it's a team that will keep you on your toes, and you know if you're not on your toes, they will punish you. Yeah, but it's you know open-minded has to be the way forward, and we've got a very strong team, um, and you know the next podcast <laughs> we'll just we'll update the the listeners as to how it went. Fingers yeah. crossed it goes well. That's it. We'll see what Saturday brings. Well, we'll um, I'll tell you what, we'll crack on with what this what this podcast is all about. So we, um, you've obviously taken on a couple of new roles within the club. Um, have, yeah. So you're obviously my my assistant. I am with, along with Ron, um, and obviously club in, club ambassador. Yeah, that's me. So, but I'll tell you what. Before before we go into the role, how did you find the um the whole process of of stepping aside as as joint first team manager, 
and you know the, the, the change behind the scenes it was a lengthy stressful decision in all honesty trying to you know you know how our season was going ever since you, you've left Wessex you know Tom and I have been in in constant dialogue with you with Ron just you know seeing how you get on and how we're getting on um and then I think it was on the Tom and I were on the way back you know from what was it Luke Bowden's birthday meal birthday yeah. party meal thing yeah and I literally just said to Tom I was like you know what do you how do you think we're gonna go forward how, how as players not managers as players are we getting the best out of ourselves um and we kind of both just realized we're not really performing at the highest level we can and we're kind of we're focusing so much on the management side and the playing side wouldn't it be nice to focus more on the playing side you know no, things aren't going our way at the moment can we nail down the performances from a player side and not have to worry too much about all the stresses that come with you know being joint joint managers um i mean yeah we came to we came to the agreement that you know if, if we if the right person came along and this is something tom and i have been very vocal about since we took over from webbo back in well god, god knows how many years ago that was now like five we always said, yeah it seems quite feels like triple that um but we always said if, if someone's there that can you know we trust with the job and that can do a good enough job if not better than us then we'll step aside 100 percent um so obviously that prompted us kind of talking to you more so about what your plans are for the rest of the season and how your season's going at that point in time and it and it wasn't like you were having a, ter a terrible season. It, it wasn't going as badly as ours. Um, you you were what were you mid table at Nick Wands? Yeah, sort of the the bottom end of mid table. We we've you know we've gone through to the the semi finals of the cup, which they're still in. They haven't played the semi finals yet. Um, yeah, we had, we had a really successful pre season. We won the Fries the Fries tournament. It, yeah, it was all it was all going all right. There was you know it just. Well, we've we've been through it in previous podcasts. It was just not quite the right fit. Either way, yeah, and you know, like we all say, like nothing, nothing does compare to Wessex, and it is so true. Yeah, that that was there was the impression that I got anyway was very much. I think actually no, I said to you, didn't I? When we went, I think it was we watched the England USA game, was it? The Lockleys, and we met beforehand, yeah. or was it <laughs> England Wells? I I I... England Wells. Was it Wells? Was it? Yeah. Um. Yeah, and and we we I literally said to you, oh, we're gonna what's gonna happen is we're gonna have this chat, and we're gonna say our season's going badly. You're gonna say it could be better for you as well, uh, and then we're gonna end with it probably would be best if everyone just came back together in that and uh and lo and behold <laughs> that is uh that is ultimately what's ended up happening but yeah obviously the process wasn't as simple as that it was tom and myself deciding whether we wanted to step down and just be players whether we wanted to you know move within the club and see what roles were available and in doing that we both managed to find roles that 
best suited us. Um, yeah, and obviously, I, I, f- I feel like I feel like Tom Tom was quite quick in his decision making because he knew the kind of project he wanted to get into straight away. Whereas, I'll be honest, I was a little bit lost. I, I didn't really know what I wanted to do other than get the club to the highest position in county. Um, and it took me longer to realise what I wanted to do. And I'm glad I took that time <laughs> right up until Christmas Day. I'm pretty sure it was or around Christmas. Um, and, you know, we kind of we brainstormed, didn't we? You, you came around mine and Tom's house and spoke about the potential roles we could all do. And yeah. that's how it got you know, brought up that I could be an assistant, you know, an assistant manager to you and alongside Ron at the same time. Well, it made, from my point of view, like Tom's, Tom's new role was and is going to take up a hell of a lot of time. Um, basically building a, a youth system from scratch. It's, you know, you don't click your fingers and that just happen. No. Um, and the fact that you, you know, you, you, you still, you, you had that doubt, didn't you? I don't, think you mind me saying that doubt that could could you actually completely walk away from the sort yeah. of stuff behind the scenes and um for, for just seeing how for me just seeing how hungry you were to stay involved involved and you know knowing you as a character and and as as a manager as well it made it made sense i i, I said to ron i said um I said, I, I fancy two assistants. And he was like, and typical Ron, he's like, all oh, right, what, one not good enough for you? He goes off on his little rants, doesn't he? He does. And I said, Matt's still keen to be involved behind the scenes. I, I want you and him as my assistants. And straight away, he's like, yeah, yeah, I like that. Free it. Straight, straight away, the, the first conversation, because before I even pitched it to you, the, the straight away the conversation it, it just it just felt like a natural fit like the three of us would complement each other really well so then when you know when we were discussing hypotheticals uh, and i <laughs> and i said you know i said to you about being one of my assistants and we we got the we got the tactics board out didn't we and i drew up almost like a sort of hierarchy for what of a better word like a sort of pyramid yeah. of, of how it would all work yeah uh, that was around yours and Tom's house before you got replaced by wardrobe. Of course, of <laughs> course. I've got the WD forty just in case. Yeah, so I just started knocking up this plan and this idea of how I would like to see it working, and it and we just got it straight away, didn't we? But like, both you and Tom were like, "Yeah, yeah, I like the look of that." Yeah, and and you, I think you could even tell after that conversation, I was still somewhat hesitant mm. of what I wanted the decision to be because it was all mapped out. We'd mapped everything out. We'd gone through, you know, every nook and cranny that we, we, we thought of. Um, and it's still, I still just wanted to take that extra bit of time to, to make sure it was the right decision. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't regret a thing yet. Don't regret a thing yet. Um, but it's, it was the right decision for all of us, in my opinion, in the end. And obviously then we, we interviewed you. We interviewed, well, I say, just kind of asking you questions on why why you should get the job, so to speak. Wasn't it? It was very very official. No, you said you said when can you start? <laughs> I don't I don't think that's in the transcript somehow. 
<laughs> nah, I don't know if no. Mike, I don't know if Mike got that one in the minutes or not. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I was I was glad, you know, glad to be. I I wouldn't have just expected like just an offer. So when they say oh, come and have a chat, yes, I I enjoy chatting about football. You know that. No. So <laughs> Sitting down and having a little a little interview about football and about Wessex. Well, I could in in a in a job interview, you're always thinking, oh, am I am I saying enough? Am I expanding on it enough? It was probably a case of shut up, Trachi, stop going on about <laughs> We we went on about eighty five different tangents for each question. Um, I mean to be fair, it was it was you or the only other person in the running. I think would have thrown his hat in. Would have been I think Nathan Radford. Probably would have put his hat in, wouldn't he? You know how he wants to be a manager, um, but he didn't get past the uh, didn't get past the initial stage before the interview. I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like early doors, I think. And Ron can't be on on the podcast tonight, but I know I've got Ron shames the shares the shares the same opinion as me, and I think the three of us have. have I know it's only early doors. We've had. a a couple of actual matches and one or two cancelled as well. But I think the the working relationship behind the scenes, I've really, really enjoyed it. And it's just working really well. The, our, our, our initial thoughts of the three of us, me, Ron and yourself, and just thinking, yeah, that could work. Yeah, that's a good fit. And it so, so far, it, it, it really feels like it to me. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the constant dialogue. I mean, th- this was going to happen regardless of, of who was in charge. You know, have that, have a chat that we would just ping ideas in, and and realistically, it's quite it's quite easy now. There's an odd number because if two people, you know, agree on something, they you, you know we kind of go with the majority, don't we? And there's mm. there's there's already been some things that say you and Ron agree with that I don't or. You know, Ron and I might go. Oh, this is a good idea, and then you have to you go. Hmm, do I want to do that? And that's perfect. Like that is perfect because at least we can all voice our ideas towards you know lineup, selection, tactics, any of it. And you know, if we're having any issues, bang, three of us can just discuss it. Um, so I agree. Yeah. It's been very enjoyable. I agree. Yeah, I think you will agree. Ron's the blunt one out of us. <laughs> he'll say, I mean, he'll say, he'll go. No, don't like it. Whereas from you, I'll get a bit more of a, mm, yeah, I, I like that. But we could also <laughs> the, the explanation. Ron's vocabulary, uh, he doesn't like using words, does he? He likes the occasional voice note, thirty second voice note, or five seconds, uh, five five word sentence, really. Yeah, <laughs> but we love him for it. That's what, that's why he's the enforcer, you know. Yeah, yeah. It like I say it just works, doesn't it? How do you um how do you think it was received by by the players and the lads? I because it, it was announced over like a big group Zoom, wasn't it? Emergency announcement. Mm. Urgent Zoom call. Um I won't lie, I don't think many, if any, you know, had an, any idea of what was gonna happen and what was gonna be announced. Um it's kind of I wish I could see all the faces of everyone whilst it was announced, but because you know it was just Gaffer, wouldn't it? Gaffer just said so. Tom, Tom, and Matt have decided to step aside, and everyone had their cameras turned off and the and the sound off, so we had no idea. But I think 
the majority have received it very well. I don't really think there's been any heads turned the other way, thinking, oh, God, Trutchy's there. You know, I quite enjoyed what he had going beforehand. La, la, la. I don't really think any of that has been an issue. Um, no, I didn't know anything like that. I know Connor O'Neill was particularly buzzing to have you back, so that's good. You can put him in the list of, you know, lads who are extremely happy. Yeah, uh, he, loves, he loves me. He does. He does. Um, and there's, yeah, so other than, you know, the the occasional poke at a joke um, of, you know, Trutchy's at the wheel or Trutchy couldn't hack it in Nick Wands or Matt and Tom bottled it, anything like that, I'd say it was pretty good. I'd say you couldn't really complain about any of the way the lads have, you know, handled it. Um, yeah. I think kind of pushed the club to, I, I don't know how, to, I don't want to say a new level, but just having that extra you know, extra couple of experienced heads come back, it's kind of just boosted the club a bit because mm. you were well-respected when you were here before, same with Ron, and you've come back and it's like, okay, right, let's go going again, you know, we've got a different, a shape-up of the, the structure, which obviously when Tom um, does his podcast, he'll explain in more detail about what it is he does and what he will be doing in the future and all that. But the whole restructuring has been really positive so far, I think. Um, unless unless you're getting messages every every five minutes about issues going on, I've had uh, little to no um, issues thrown my way. No, it all, it all seems and feels very positive at the moment. So, yeah. So what about, um, t- I'll tell, you what, tell us a bit about about your new role, obviously we know what the first team assistant entails. Um, club ambassador, do you want to tell us a bit about that? Yeah, so uh, so when we did this urgent um, Zoom call, I kind of explained my thoughts and feelings behind this particular role, and it was a it was a conversation I had with Gaffer and Lynn, and I think Tom was there also about what I can do to benefit the club, as well as obviously. The first team assistant, that's a big part of what I do now. And having another role that could kind of expand the club. Expansion is huge um, for any club, especially for, you know, a club, a club of our stature that where we want to get to. Um, We've always been, Wessex has, sorry to cut, Wessex has always been that yeah, yeah. outside the box, hasn't it? What can we do that's progressive and taking us forward and, and new yeah. ideas? Think the podcast, for example, we're sat we're sat on a podcast, and you know, man of the match interviews, the all the the social media stuff. Where I, I like to think that we are that club that's always willing to try something. I genuinely don't know. I can't think of another club in Bristol that does podcasts. Like, do any other clubs do them that you can think of? Not, not that I know. Might be wrong, but no. yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like that. There's just they just that just doesn't happen at our level. Um, probably because they just want to play football and then go home. But the point is, we're you know we're a progressive club. We want to bring the club forward and and you know go as far as we can. And being, um, when we were kind of throwing roles about in the in the meeting and, and talking about what I'm passionate about, what I enjoy doing, and the whole kind of role of expanding, um the cultures within the club and the 
in terms of equality and, and making sure everyone's respected and loved and all of that is something that's right up my street. Um, it's something that I've always enjoyed kind of talking about. It's never been a subject that I'd shy away from. Um, and especially at Westix, being such a diverse club as it already is, in order to kind of be at the helm of expanding that more, um, well, as soon as Lynn said it, it was a no-brainer, really. Um, you know, being, as we've said, we've got quite a big, we've got we've got quite a few nationalities at this club. You know, you've got your Jordanians, Nigerians, Zimbabwe, you've got a bit of everything in couple the of club. Welsh. A couple of Welsh, can't forget the Welsh boys. Um, but, in order to kind of keep attracting people, we want to be respected as well. They want to be respected and we want to be respected. So what I'm doing is building up the relationships with these these companies and these organizations that allow us to expand. Um, and this will be more of a, an in-the-future thing because at the moment there's not a lot going on in that department. I've reached out to a, a few a few companies we've got kick it out of course um that'll be a, a big one for me and i've been in contact they're going to be sending um i believe it's <laughs> sounds silly but they send bibs and equipment kind of with their branding on it um and for us to just wear it and you know take pictures in it and and share it on social media that's huge because you know people see that we're kick it out affiliated and it's Again, not every club in Bristol has that, so that's pretty big. But then you've also got the likes of um, her game too, which is more directed towards obviously the female game and, and you know that that area that Wessex hasn't really dipped their feet into at all, um, and probably won't do for a little while. But it's about building the foundations for that. At like in ten years' time, if Wessex had a, a, a girls' team. You know, un under 11s, girls, whatever it is, whatever age group to start with, that's huge. That's huge for the club. And, and I would consider that a resounding success on my part to have, you know, started it. So it's yeah. it's more future future projects that I'll be that I'll be thinking about and and doing. Um because I know I know Southmead have got a women's team um down in the meet. Mm. And and they, you know, they're doing really well there, which means you know why why couldn't Wessex do that? I don't know. I don't know when that could happen. I couldn't give you a date, but those those areas are the ones that I want to kind of explore. Um, and there's there's I think there's women in sport. That's another another um another company that I'll be in contact with in the future. So there's there's a, there's a list of things I need to do and I want to do. And being the club ambassador now allows me to kind of crack on with it, essentially. Which, again, right up my street. Yeah. I, I for, On a personal level, I can't help but get excited. You know, having a, a a son that's nearly five and a daughter who's nine. And, you know, the, there's talk of an under seven boys team. And a, you've just mentioned like a, a girls under 11s team. You can't help but get excited of... Because we we always pride ourselves on being a family club, yeah, hundred percent. Of like having both my kids, you know, if you'd have told me a, a, a couple of years ago that 
both of my kids could play for Wessex. <laughs> but even just even just my son, like you think, oh well, that's, I mean, we're years away from that. But yeah, you can't help get nostalgic and excited at the thought that both of my kids could pull a Wessex shirt on and represent the club that's been a massive part of my adult life. So, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. It is really exciting. And obviously, you know, part of me does want to go into what Tom's doing, but I'm going to refrain from doing that. But it is very exciting. Um, and these projects are what Tom and I stepped away from, you know, doing joint first team management in order to focus on, as well as obviously the top priority being playing again. Um, more so because Tom had obviously Tom's been injured for ages, um, and he's just coming back into the fold properly. But from a personal standpoint, to be able to focus on training properly, training beyond you know what I've been able to do recently, and and on Saturdays really feel like I'm giving my all and just just get being a better player all round from from my point of view, um, it's huge, especially for the level we're at and. You know, we were rooted near the bottom of the table. We want to stay in this league and then next year go higher. So everything's pointing in the right direction. We just need to get going now. Yeah. I'll tell you what, also, like, you, you, I've this literally just popped into my mind. You've, in the two games that, that we've played since, you know, the new era, so, so to speak, you've already had four centre half partners, <laughs> three of which I don't think you've, ever played with before so you 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 started at center half uh, sorry saturday just gone in the big win mm. you had um longley starting at center half next to you yeah then, then big luke partnered you for i think it was about half hour in total yeah. Uh, yeah and the week before it was you and callum rogers at center back which started then an injury to yoyan meant he cal went to left back and you end up playing with young archie at center back so oh yeah yeah, yeah of course yeah, so it's it's, and and to be honest, it it felt like usually when you're changing the defense so much, you, you can't help but worry. But it always felt in safe hands that you were integral to that that center of defense, and because you're very good at adapting to different partners, I think. Yeah. So yeah, already yeah. Apologies, mate. You've you've already had four different <laughs> partners in in the in two games. That's all right, mate. Remember, I said I wanted to be kept on my toes, right? Yeah. <laughs> this isn't what I had in mind, but I'm, yeah. I'm much on my toes. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I'm more than happy to to be of service and to just get the team going. That's that's all I want. Just get the team going, let them do their stuff, um, and get the win. As long as we're taking home three points each week, I couldn't care less. Yeah. That's the main the main goal for now, isn't it? It's just three points, three points, three points. Yeah, absolutely. I'll tell you what, that leads me on to well, I think it's my last question actually for you, is um talking of goals, what is what are your plans and goals for the for both yourself and the first team in the future? Well, I mean, so I think I've said on either a previous podcast or it might have been a meeting before that my my end goal was to get this this club to county. That's the first goal, is get the first team to county. And that will remain the same. Um, this year, it's going to be very difficult for us to go up uh, to county next year. 
but the year after, I'll stop you there. Matt. It's it's impossible. I'd have to be. Well, I'd have to be a miracle worker. <laughs> what what so, makes you think that the trio of us, me, you, and Ron, can't uh, fabricate some kind of crazy plan to get us up the league? Well, I think we'd have to somehow just end even Mouth's existence. I think. Right. Well, let's go around even Mouth again. It's yeah. So, like, in in terms of next year, the aim will be to challenge for the league title and to get. You know, we have to make sure all the facilities are sorted, which I'm pretty sure. They are near enough. If we were to go up to county, we do have the the facilities for that. Um, and also, that's kind of like the first goal. Then the next goal will be, okay, can we get to tool station? Can we do this? Can we do that? Um, so that's my main goal at the moment for from a first-team perspective is county. But short-term, it's just to stay in this league. You know, if we if we can stay in this league, which you know I believe one hundred percent we can with the with the squad we have and the teams we've got to play, we we should be staying in this league. If if everyone's on form, and you know listens and does exactly as we want them to, I don't. And, I, and I, I think, yeah. Hey. And available. And sorry, and yeah, if everyone's available, then it wouldn't be an issue at all. Yeah. Um, and if people don't get injured as well, that's the another thing. But from a from a personal standpoint, it's just to keep training hard. Like I really want to push myself at training. That's just even if like I you know the cold is making my asthma struggle to breathe or something. I just want to I want to push hard. And the sessions I've been to so far that you know I've not had to organize so much or you know lead. It's been really good because I've just been able to head down, get right to it. And just get the most out of it, and that's I've left the sessions absolutely dripping. So, if that continues, I'll feel better in myself. I'll feel fitter. It just it, it all it will all snowball the right way, um, in in the future. I'm hoping anyway. Yeah, I think this season is is literally just about getting over the line, getting you know getting fitter, gelling as a team, building momentum getting some wins under our belts and then by the time we we hit pre-season as, as soon as we get to the end of pre-season we just want to hit the ground running and attack the league like I say we yeah. can't we, we just can't sit still we've just got to go into it the, the only way I know how is to approach every season to try and win the league and win the cups yeah it has to be it has to be yeah yeah you know it, it, it'll be this 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 will be Wessex's first season in the suburban prem. Um so it's yeah, it's perfectly normal to just consolidate yourself in that division before before attacking it. But yeah, come the summer, everything will be planned around a title charge. A hundred percent. You know, we'll hit preseason hard, we'll get on the whole recruitment that's gonna bolster not only the first team but any players that come into the first team are going to benefit the whole club in general because whether they play first team and other players get moved down to the reserves to bolster that squad or, you know, these players come in and they go to the reserves first or the Colts, it's it's huge for the club. Any any ounce of recruitment is, is, is huge for the club. And we're always expanding. 
like like we've always said, we've always looking at ways of how can we improve our sessions, how can we improve match days, how can we the preparation, you know, all of it is something we're always open minded and looking to improve. So I said it every time, but the sky is the limit. The sky is the limit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um yeah, any anything you wanna touch on? Anything else? We we've covered your the new ambassador role, haven't we? What about um how how do you see myself as my assistant alongside Big Ron? How do you it it must be it must be difficult for you to you know go from joint first team manager to almost joint assistant manager? How's how's the transition? How have you felt about it? It's been I wouldn't say it's been seamless, but it it has somewhat been seamless just because where beforehand I might be quite open with oh we should do we should do this like when Tom and I would speak about things, I'd be like, nah, now nah, we should do this, we should do this, and sometimes we'd get into not arguments, but we'd have like a discussion about it, and sometimes it would go my way, sometimes it would go his way um whereas it's a little bit different now because i'm i'm a big fan of just stay saying ideas and you know if if you decide to do otherwise that, that's fine um whereas beforehand it was more you know i actually have more of a case to push because i'm in charge with tom mm. um whereas you know ron and i have ideas and if you don't agree with them you don't have to you know you don't have to take them um so it's been it's been good. It's just it's just less <laughs> less pressure really, I guess, when you when you when it boils down to it, because you are the first team manager and we are your assistants and it's it's great. I love the dynamic. But <laughs> something goes wrong, all the all the arrows or the fingers point at you straight away. So yeah. I'll be there to back you up, obviously. But I don't know, it's it's a different dynamic and it's one that I've enjoyed because it's allowed me to focus on playing. It's allowed me to focus on training. Um, and it's just been good, really. So I I hope we can just carry on building with it because, like you said, we all complement each other in different ways. You, you Ron, and I. Um, so being able to have that, you know, these chats every, every day or so about who's playing well, who we want in, who we're not thinking of trying this week, um, it's healthy. I I've got no other word other than it being healthy, really. Yeah, I mean, we we haven't really heavily disagreed on much, haven't we? In the in the short the short time we've been working together, I won't go too into too much detail about what we've got planned for the Avermouth game, but you know, I I was thinking in one direction, and you and Ron. It felt like you and Ron stumbled on an alternative between you. Yeah. I, I was initially hesitant. Um, then the more we discussed it, I thought, nah, actually, do you know what? This could this could be good. It could <laughs> it could it could work brilliantly or completely against us. Oh, hundred percent. We'll see what Saturday brings, but ultimately I think it was our first Test as a management team. Um, I mean that 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 makes it sound like we were arguing, which which is far from the case. But yeah, I think no, it's 
yeah, just just an idea, wasn't it? Yeah. Ideas that we brought up that we actually thought, all thought about. Yeah, and I think I, I like to think it shows the trust I've got in yours and Ron's opinions. Um, ultimately, if if you know if if what you'd sort of like I say stumbled on between you, if I was dead against it, then I would. I would just say, sorry, boys, but I've got to go with what I think's best. But yeah, you know, the more we dissected it and discussed it and weighed up the pros and cons, I thought, Do you know what, this could this could be a good approach. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know, we're we're hoping that we can put it into action well on Saturday, and maybe it gets us a point, if not all three. You know, you, you never say never. Absolutely, like, like, yeah, like I say, they, they're they're not unbeatable. Don't get me wrong; they're a they're a brilliant footballing team, and they've played brilliant football and they've got brilliant results. But they're not unbeatable. They're they're no one's unbeatable at this level. All it takes is an, an off week or a couple of players missing through injury or even just bad luck. I, I can tell you now, not many teams win every game in a league. So I, I I think I think a few a few teams will take points off them second half of the season, and I like to think we'll be the first on Saturday. Well, fingers across, fingers across. We go into that game full steam ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, that pretty much brings us to the end of the podcast. So, yeah, thanks for joining me and and chatting about your your new role, Matt. New roles. Right. It's a it's a lot it's a lot shorter than I think we're used to. Um, given the the past few podcasts that have come out, they've all been well over an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. Um, this would be quite a nice, refreshing boost of podcasts, really, wouldn't it? Just a yeah, just a I like, minute one or whatever. I like to think it just gives the players and the fan the fans <laughs> the, <laughs> the season the season ticket holders the subscribers the of the podcast. <laughs> I like to think it just gives a, gives them a little insight to all the stuff that we've got going on behind the scenes and the constant dialogue, the plans. So, yeah, hopefully it gives them a, a little insight to where we're trying to take the club. 100%, 100%. And, you know, long may it continue and long may it be, you know, just positive, nothing but positivity towards this club. That's what I'm, uh, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, brilliant. Um, well, yeah, thanks again, Matt. It's been a pleasure chatting to you. Look, I mean, I'll probably spend two hours on the phone to you after after yes, recording it. Anyway, chatting about the Avermouth game coming up. But yeah, thanks again. And um, also a massive thanks to our, our much-valued sponsor, Continuum. Um, yeah, and thanks to the listeners. So over and out, up the Wessex.